I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been successful in life? Welcome to this week's edition of the MBA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, I am official. I haven't been here in a little bit. We we cashed cashed the big ticket on Lance showing up today. It's it's been it's been fucking busy. There's travel, there's surgery. Just not good. Not good stuff. Switch hitting these days? Hmm? You switch hitting these days? You just, you know, you got to go this way now? No, he's right. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, but the the mouse is over on the, the right-hand mm. side, isn't it? You need so. a controller. <laughs> <laughs> you can't scroll with this hand. <laughs> tough go. Tough go. It's really, it's really tough. These are tough problems to deal with. That's how life. we bring the people in. You know, mm-hmm. right off the bat. Yeah, I got a long recovery in this bad boy. Right as golf season, you know, kicking off. I got this thing for two weeks, which is like a hard cast under this wrap. And then I got four weeks of a regular, four to six weeks of a regular hard cast. And then like six weeks of therapy. So you're going to have to learn how to play one handed. Mm, I don't think you can do that. Really? Yes, you can. Oh, you can. There's there's definitely people out there and people with, with one arm would be very angry with, with you, Lance, for saying that. First of all. I can't do that. I can't, how do you you don't think Nick Newell? You don't think Nick Newell can golf? Come on. How, how am I hitting? How am I dropping bombs with one hand? Yeah, it's you're getting a little less yardage, but uh, you'd have to yes. figure out that's, a way. That's, I keep accidentally using this hand too. I think I almost clubbed a kid to death with my cast in soccer practice earlier. Nice. You know, deserved it, right? We tied on Saturday, so I don't like that. My team's laps. I'm a laps. All I'm a grade A youth sports coach. <laughs> Can't get better than me. Anyway, um, we had some fights last week. I had a winning card. That is a fucking miracle for this year. That's a, I, I, and you know how I paid for that winning card? Fucking Jordan Spieth. <laughs> how that putt doesn't drop. I, I, I want to say it's April. I want to say I've had. What Sean? Seven or eight second place finishes this year already? It's gotta oh, be. You are you are definitely paying for last year's unbelievable season. I'm actually moreover. Well, I'm still up though. I know you're year. still up, but it's insane is, how close I could, I could have eight winners this year. It's like I said, if, if 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 you weren't just a, a man who's just stuck in his ways and probably bet a little bit on guys for top five, you would be up a lot. But, but uh, maybe I'd be down. Because I wouldn't, be I wouldn't get the big, the big ones. But some weeks I whiff. Usually I don't, but I don't play that game. I know you don't. I don't. I don't if it do makes that. you well, feel I, better, Lance, I had, I had a uh, a lacrosse bet today that the team was up <laughs> seven nothing, and I ended up losing a plus three on them. Mm. That was that was a juicy one. That's not good. No. Yeah, that was tough because the golf ones, it's. There's so much time and energy in a, a golf sweat. It's four days of watching golf, sweating it. It's tracking. It's the ups and downs. And then all you can hope for is on Sunday, put yourself in position. 
put myself in position twice. I can't lay and speed. Um, I mean, that's what you know. get for betting that absolute travesty of a golfer. Yeah, he's not very fast. Um, <laughs> and the funny thing, Fitzpatrick is probably the fastest golfer in PGA history. Like, the cameras sometimes don't catch up to him. Like, they're still, like, showing Big Cantley, like, holding his pose, and Fitzpatrick is, like, on the ball addressing <laughs> it. But anyway, we did have a good a good UFC card. Did we win consensus? I wasn't here. Yeah, you did, because I bet the other guy, so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, what was, Wes, what was it was just Wes and I. We went Raw Dog. Raw Dog, obviously. You bet against Raw yes, Dog? He's... Yes, I am stupid. And how was Pedro Munoz not in the discussion for a consensus? That Supposedly was that one was of the other ones one. that yeah. We all we all hit that one. You got oh you had Pedro too? Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. the only bet I won. Raw dog uh, KO plus nine fifty. Jesus. Did you have that, that helped. Yeah. Nice. That was good. I enjoyed that. Anyway, let's uh let's start off on the old prelims, talk through these and move over to the uh, the fight night with Pavlovich versus Blades. So starting off, I did not watch this first fight. Uh, Jocelyn Edwards versus Lucy Pudliova. Split decision. I was wrapping up a uh, soccer-baseball game combo on Saturday. I heard it was a bad decision. I assume you guys don't care. Those are both correct correct statements. Cool. I'm in. All right. Bantamweight Gaston. That's the guy from, uh, what was it? Beauty and the Beast? Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. What a name. He was the, um, what was he, the candlestick? No, he was the big guy. Yeah. Gaston. Oh, the uh, he was Beast. Oh, that guy. No? Yeah, yeah, okay. Gaston's the big while. dude. The big guy. Okay. He's like he's kind of the villain, in a way. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gaston beat Aaron Phyllis by uh, decision. I had nothing to this fight. Um, it's all right. Neither guy's good. But at least Gaston um, is fun. He, he also uh, claimed after this fight that this proved that he belonged in the UFC because he beat a guy who hasn't fought in four years and is like 0-4 in his career in the UFC. The math adds up. Undeniable. And then we had uh, women's strawweight division. Denise Gomes defeated Bruna Brazil. Knockout. That happened. We, we didn't get tortured with 15 minutes. It's kind of a brutal start to this card. Um, and then lightweight Danielle Zilhuber defeated Lando Venata. I was not correct in this one. I can't think of the last time I won my first bet in a UFC card. It might be 2022. I'm right there with you. Very possible. Um, Venata's just not beyond good. washed, right? Like- Lando's not very good. I, I thought he would implement wrestling a little bit more versus a guy who has no idea what he's doing down there, but yeah. he... Uh, he didn't. It's always it always amazing to me. Fighters rarely take the uh, correct path, and when taking the wrong path goes wrong, they're tired. Maybe at that point, they're hurt. So then it's harder to implement the game plan. So then it's too late at that point. Because I hate when people are like, "Well, he couldn't take him down." Did you see the failed takedown, the second, third round? Yeah, after he fucking died. <laughs> like, no shit. So Hooper's not very good, though. I I don't think he's good at all. He's not as bad as he's he not was as bad in as we his last fight. Yeah, but... that is that's what he is. Not as bad as we thought. Still bad. Correct, because he lost. The, I mean, I bet Lando strictly because Zell Huber lost the trade. I think we all did. I think we yeah, all yeah. did. That was all our thinking. 
Moving on, I did get this one correct. Uh, women's strawweight division, Jillian Robertson defeated Pierre Rodriguez, Mission Armbar. I, I, I like my girl. That's my girl, Jillian Robertson. Um, she's the only kind of – she's one of the only women's fighters you can kind of depend on a finish for and play that. I played the sub number. I think it was plus 250, uh, and I thought that was her only real legitimate path. So I was happy with the outcome, and she's, she's pretty good. Women's strawweight, good shape. She wins some fights. That was some of the worst mount defense that I've ever seen in my life. She had like everything they teach you not to do serve on it, day one. Serve it up. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how they asked in the interview, like, why did you wait so long to arm bar? She was handing you her arm to finish her. <laughs> on a platter. Oh, too funny. Um, light heavyweight division, Zach Cummings defeated Ed Herman. Hilarious fight. And you know what I watched this fight? It was what it was, right? It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Why can't we do veterans like this? Like, end of the road, right? Guys who have last one, two, like, maybe one, two, three fights left. Why are we doing this more often? Matching them up together. It's like, you got, like, how, like, Frankie Edgar and guys like that get done towards the end of their career. It's like, why? Why Why do we force them to fight these up-and-comers? Like, why don't you let them fight each other? Yeah, and, like, uh, we've been saying this forever, uh, and, like, I know people will say, oh, you, you give these, like, guys that were good back in the day you know it's like a stepping stone for an up-and-comer but like by the time they're that washed like they're they're means you don't get anything from that and and especially in this day and age in the ufc like that's your it's bland no it means it means nothing like like great gutierrez knocked out frankie edgar who got knocked out like seven straight fights and he's 100 years old who just finished who just finished shogun who was it again poet what the hell was his name? Exactly. Oh. Exactly. I Polish whore. guy? Yeah. I whore. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Look out. He's he's going to do big numbers next fight. Yeah. Because especially if it's like sometimes in the prelims or it's not like a big card. And it's, I don't know what they think it's going to do when you beat up a washed up veteran who's 42 years old who's on his last fight. Like no one's remembering the name. Like it's not a it's not a thing. Anyway, was that a was that a Bilal Muhammad joke? Yeah, I got fucked Bilal in my name. Finally, <laughs> division. Uh, Rod Dog defeated uh, Nikola Knee. First round, two minutes. This line was weird to me. Uh, Nikola's uh, he's good. I don't think he's the top of the heap like some people see him. And when you got just an avid finisher with Roy Val, the guy, but he he gets the guy hurt. It's fucking ball game, and he's so violent, and he's. Like, you don't see guys like him at flyweight. And hopefully Pantoja does his job, takes care of business, because Pantoja versus Rob Dog, that would be that'd be fun. Moreno's got to go. Rematch. The rematch. Yeah, that was, and that was, that was the one. Didn't Rob Dog start out good there and then get choked out? Yeah. Like in the, yeah. Uh, he started out bad, and then it looked like he was coming back, and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. got choked out. Yeah. Then he just got taken out, yeah. That's just, it's a, like, I, I want those. It just sucks with the flyweight, like, We've been waiting years for this division to kind of open back up with the whole Moreno figure Four thing. fights. I do not like Brandon Moreno. I don't like him at all. I don't like watching him fight. I don't like him as a human being. No real reason. He seems like a fine. I just don't like anything. He's a fucking nerd. He plays Legos. There's just nothing there. Like, I want Pantoja's going to fucking murder this guy again. Let's I can't hope so. wait. 
Let's hope. And then we get then we get Roy Val Pantoja again, and that'll be that'll be fun. Roy Val's yeah. offense is just ludicrous. Uh, I, I bet Nikolaus, so you're welcome for for the the win there for you guys. Um, I, I expect Nikolaus to just be able to out grapple and survive on the ground. Uh, he got knocked the fuck out before that was even really a chance. Yeah, that was a nasty finish. Too. <laughs> that was awesome. Right, that was the kind of guy like he can beat anyone. Have to go on on shade, any like, on. I think on any given night he could beat anyone. He, but then there can. are going to be like, some spots where it's going to be tougher if yeah he puts himself. When you have in that kind of finishing ability at one twenty five, like it's, it's just, rare. And he's awesome. I hate this whole. I don't know why this is happening. This whole, I'm just gonna sit around and I'll be a backup. Like I don't, I don't get where this thing is. I, don't know, I get waiting for a title shot, but I mean, how what, how soon is that fight? Is it fairly soon? I don't think so. The Moreno Moreno Pantoja. I thought that was July. It's not for July, so it's like it's not for three months. And I understand you don't want to waste a title shot, but I understand him waiting. I, like who who is he gonna fight, man? Like he just beat a guy that's. Won a bunch of fights in a in a row. Like, yeah, that's a good win. And I mean, I guess they could do I mean, if if this Figueredo isn't lined up with anybody yet, right? And he's said he's now staying at. at, at no, I thought uh, he. They just I thought he had something booked. Yeah, yeah. Who's he fighting? Okay. I don't remember who it was. Uh, let me find was it Manel? It is Cop. Yeah, that's yeah. That would have been the the guy that I would have suggested yeah. for uh, yeah. Raw Dog yeah. anyway. And at least this one, sometimes you see these guys with the backups and waiting before the title fight's even announced. That's where it's bad. At least this one, even though it's three months in the future. But, I mean, you got – I mean, he'll be at minimum six months out now. I guess the the only thing – I mean, so that those two fights, Moreno and, uh, card. and Pantoja, are on the same card. So – I double backup. Double backup. He fights whoever fucking doesn't make weight. Maybe we can get Moreno Figgy instead. Maybe Raw Dog will miss weight and then we'll get Moreno and Figgy and they can just keep fighting and no one will care. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Last prelim, Bill Algio defeated TJ Brown. This is a banger. I had Algio. I was a little bit nervous here at first, but TJ Brown, he's he's one of those guys that just finds a way to lose. He's really good at it and that was a fun fight, and I, the speech afterward was pretty hilarious. I was, <laughs> I was laughing like, <laughs> I'm not going to retire to dump like Kansas City. <laughs> oh, gotta love when guys aren't just absolutely generic. Uh, that was night. so fun. I loved so it. Good. Yeah, fun fight. Um, lightweight Hafa Garcia defeated Clay Guida, thirty twenty seven across the board. Man, I played Garcia inside the distance here, and. Um, Felt like you could have finished if you felt like it. You got to finish. You get the aging veteran. We just talked about it, right? You got to put him away at least. And Guida used to be kind of, you know, hard to finish, hard to put away. He's not that guy anymore. Like, I feel like Garcia didn't put his foot down. And when he tried to a little bit, it was too late. Like, he could have got Guida out of there as early as the second round if he wanted to. And also, why are you not just taking Clay down and choking him out? My daughter could take Clay down and choke him out. That was a safe win. It was. Bad decision. I thought the judges were going to give a lot more account to uh, flipping the hair back and forth. Well, he didn't have the hair anymore. That was the problem. (laughs) I know. The hair was gone. I I didn't have that read. I know. I need to to check out the uh, the Instagrams and whatnot. You need the the Instagram study. 
Yeah. It's evolving from tape study. You got to look at pictures. There's a lot of things to do. Very important. Um, Bantamweight, Pedro Munoz defeated Chris Gutierrez, 30-27 across the board. Pedro is one of these these veterans who's who's getting up there in age. He's in his, you know, mid to late. He's lost a lot of fights, mid to late 30s. But he hasn't seemed to, like, fall off too much. Like, we see the guys either freeze or the chin goes away. Pedro kind of, you know, he's 36, but he kind of seems like Pedro. And I, I was shocked about this line. I think if you're if Gutierrez is a leg kick guy, it's basically Pedro Moody. Good luck. Yeah, like I'm I'm sorry. So plus one eighty there. I was I was happy to take this one. Yeah, hindsight, that's an unbelievable line. Munoz is good. He's just he just fights really good guys, and and they're just a, a step above. Gutierrez is just not that guy. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. look at who he's lost to. Like he's lost to. This little losing streak, Aljo, Frankie in a controversial decision. I cashed up Frankie. I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aldo, Cruz, and then you got the no contest for O'Malley. Like, it's not like this guy's Which dropping. he was doing all right in. He was. Didn't he win the first round? He did. Won the first round, probably starting to turn a little bit. But, yeah, uh, yeah that was a competitive fight. Yep. And then Is Sean was... O'Malley still in the UFC? <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was off, uh, you know, sitting in the, the corner while his uh, girlfriend makes videos. He's well, one guy that should sit out. I mean, he's got some some side income. He can afford it, and there's no way he should be should, getting should, a, a a title shot if, if that's what he end up, ends up getting. But he's not even guaranteed to get the title. No, fight. no. So he's sitting out for nothing. He's just banking. He, he's just banking on his name. And but, uh, but where, it's, where it's dumb is he gets this win over Jan, which – to me, that was the worst decision. Like, if you look at how important it was, one of the worst decisions I've seen. That was the worst decision of, of 2022. Uh, but everyone's talking about him. He beats Jan. You know, it's, it's like everyone's talking about him. Now, Jan has lost another fight. O'Malley hasn't fought in over six months. Forgot about him. He wasted it. He wasted the momentum. Like, when you get a big win and you, you got to book a fight, book a fight, get your name out there. Now – He's been out for six months, and if he's That's still it. waiting, like, is he going to end up being out a year? Yeah, probably. There's Why? fighters that are convinced that they're like actually draws. That I mean, there's that like guy... two draws in the UFC right now, and he is not one of them. He's he's better than ninety nine percent of any bantamweight in the world. I well, maybe any bantamweight, but. That guy's not selling pay-per-views. I mean, he's he's got to be selling a couple more than whatever the fuck they they could throw out there. I don't think I don't think Corey Sandhagen is uh is selling many pay-per-views either. Yeah, but none of them are. Like, have you seen the uh, the Cejudo Aljo pay-per-view? No. <laughs> Back in the day, that would have been on versus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the problem with O'Malley, too, is versus somebody that, like, Raw Dog, good. A lot of the guys that are waiting for title shots are being backups. Good, good. Sean O'Malley's going to get his fucking ass whipped. I know. Pool. That's why he's holding out. Why would you not fucking try to get as much money before you get exposed? I guess anyone that he anyone he would face in the top 10 is probably going to whoop his ass. There's a good chance. So a good chance. All right. Fuck him. Yep. Play heavyweight division. Kudalawa defeated Tanner Bozer. <laughs> I bet on a Canadian. This guy doesn't like me, Zach. Your hatred blinds you. 
No, he, he, he lost to Jan. He's, he's fine with yeah. you. He's saying there's a lot of stupid people that like O'Malley out there. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I mean, he got beat by Peter Jan. You can't win a fight. I don't know what you want. O'Malley sucks. He's just not even good. He's not. He's not a top ten fighter. Anyway, uh, Kudalad defeated Bozer. I was on the wrong side of this one. Um, I don't know about that stoppage. I was kind of in between on that stoppage. Can you stop it as a guy is moving up? You you probably can when he's taking a million shots in a row and he's using but, his other hand to pull himself off the cage. I feel like if you're in the process of standing up, he was pulling himself up from, from the cage because that was. You gotta let him fall. I, I bet Bozer, and it, it did not look great from the one view, but the side view where it shows him getting just absolutely he was beat off and him climbing up the cage with his other hand, like. But if he was finished, right? Wouldn't he have fallen down? He was standing up. How do you get knocked the, out? Uh, the classic Cain uh, Velasquez Rothwell stoppage. But that one, he was like, kind of like, like this one, he was in the process of standing. I don't know. I could have, I, I, I would have been much happier with with a couple of more of the more shots. I need him to fall. Been, but... uh, if you're in the process of standing up and you're continuing to be in the process of standing up, you're obviously not hurt enough where you can't continue because you're standing up. So I need him to fall. And normally it's like, oh well, it wouldn't matter. This is fucking Kudalaba we're talking about. He might have <laughs> had eight seconds of gas tank left. Like if he stands up, that fight might be Bozer's. That's a ball game right there. I don't know. He, he had as much gas tank as Bozer had to uh, take down defense left. Mm. I thought Bozer looked good, too, like, body-wise. Like, with the yeah. cut to 205, I thought he looked good. Poor bastard. Yeah, that's what you get for betting on a Canadian. I know. I usually I don't try, understand but... why guys cut from heavyweight to light heavyweight. Like, you're just going to face better. I mean, light heavyweight does suck these days. Yeah, but you're both... just going to face better athletes and probably have a worse chin and be a little bit more drained. I mean, probably, doesn't want, probably doesn't want to get punched as hard. I mean, that that might be the only one. So then he faced a guy that punches harder than most of the guys. That's, that's the other <laughs> thing. So, I don't know. Uh, Lay heavyweight, Azamat Mirzakhanov defeated uh, Dustin Jacoby. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't overly impressed with the uh, light heavyweight. In this fight, he started off good and just kind of coast to the end. Just, and Jacoby wins that fight if he doesn't get uh, dropped at the end of the second round, too. A lot of those like behind the ear kind of shots mm-hmm. that uh, worked out well for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was, I didn't, I was a little worried about Jacoby in this one. I know Mirzakanov is is not great and has obviously gas tank issues, but I don't know. Jacoby's not that great either. No, he's okay. Uh, Then featherweight division, Edson Barbosa knocked out Billy Q. Big knee. This was – I had Billy Q in a parlay I'd already lost. I didn't really really care. But um, I like to see this. This was nice. I like seeing the the old veteran who you think is done just decapitate somebody. Lance, I'm pretty sure every bet you lost was because I bet on that fighter. (laughs) So I won all the bets you were not on. And yeah. then I, <laughs> I mean, other than Pedro. We, we, we hit Pedro together, but yeah, yeah, I had Billy Q uh, with Max. And yeah, that was, like you said, awesome. To see, like it sucks, lost money on it. But uh, Barbosa is one of the, the pretty good guys of, of MMA. Mm-hmm. And, and he's still violent. And it's, it's still awesome to see him land just wild shit. 
Yep. Enjoyable. And, uh, the over one and a half Oof. in this one, and that got <laughs> dusted. Almost. You were close. <laughs> I mean, the fight was going how you would expect. Like, Billy mm-hmm. Keith just yep. coming forward, pressuring him. It's just he did the same thing a few too many times and died because of it. Yep. 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 And then lastly, Max defeated Arnold Allen. Uh, 49-46, 49-46, 48-47. Exactly, I think, as a lot of us expected that fight to go. Allen a few moments, max volume, just a little bit little bit too much for him. I don't personally enjoy Max's fights very much. I don't he doesn't know why. have enough power for you. I, I know no matter how good he looks, how much he lands, it's just going to be him volume winning. And I don't know. He's been in some awesome fights. The fights that he's in that are awesome are usually when he's getting his fucking ass kicked. Uh, the fights where he's in, in, in control are usually not that enjoyable. Uh, but more so, um, Ariel Hawani uh, <laughs> talking for a while about how Allen won that fight. The same guy that complains about judges more than anyone in media, on Twitter or anywhere else, scored the fight for Arnold Allen. That's so sharp. That's an impossible thing to do in that fight. Like yeah, I wasn't. I had this to finish the parlay. I was not sweating the decision whatsoever. No, yeah, Max I mean, was like minus five thousand at the bell. Like yeah. it was never in doubt. I, I think the start. only only way you can look at that is is like if if some of those uh, the the judges that judged early and had a terrible scare, scorecard were not judging that fight, but. Uh, I guess that's the only way that you could kind of think. I mean, Allen was obviously landing the harder shots. It's just there wasn't enough of them in, yeah. in pretty much all of the rounds. That's it's like a lot the of only fight. round that Allen won. He barely won. Yeah, it was yeah. close. And like, you can try and give him the fifth, I guess, but he got dropped. He got dropped at the, at the end, end of the round. Like, he he so. was winning, and then he got dropped. So it's uh, that's another coin flip the, round. There was a better case for fifty forty five max. Yes. Then 48, yes. 47. 100%. That's, that's the easy way to look at it. Yeah. And then Ariel was talking, after he says Allen won the fight, he starts tweeting a bunch of stuff about how Max is back and everyone doubts him. And like, I, I hate that guy. He's Skip Bayless to me, Ariel. He's, he's fucking Skip he's Bayless. Pretty, he's pretty washed. I do not like him. Anyway, what's a uh, good card? Fun? Decent? Nick, this week's. Um, it's rough. It's mm. rough card. It's a rough mm. card on Saturday. I mean, top to bottom, just I don't know if there's a single good fight in the prelims. Best thing to say about this card is there's only twelve fights. Yes, and there was fifteen last week. So yeah. And next week is so bad they had to bump the fucking shitty main card from this week to the main next week. <laughs> like two eighty eight is the next real one. They just lost the best fight on that card. Mm. And I'm going to be a, I can't make it anyway. Dubronx, what a solid that man did for me. He knew. I told him. <laughs> I told him that my brother was getting married that night and that I wasn't going to watch it. Uh, or what I was going to, I was going to, I'd probably get home like right around the third or fourth fight. So I probably got home for Dubronx and he just didn't want me to spend that much money just on, on him. Uh, so good solid my boy Dubronx did for me. And it, there you should be happy. Like it's just another month to live on this earth. Should be grateful for the time he has. Anyway, let's, uh, Let's talk about some fights. Real bad fights. Bandit White Division, Brady Highstand, Dana Batgirl. Hey, Sean. Uh, I'm 
just deciding to lose money, I think, right off the bat. Um, Dana Batgirl is, is takedown defense is still very, very questionable. Um, I think uh, high stand, is that how you say it? He stand? Uh, I think he can grapple and, and just ground this guy out and, and possibly get a, a ground and pound finish. I just think the takedown defense is, is questionable at best, and he stands a decent wrestler. Is it weird that I can wear the same clothes I wore in high school still, and I'm old? I mean, it could be worse. You could not yeah. in them. Could be like the rest of America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Brett. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Brady Highstand is particularly good as a wrestler or anywhere else. Uh, neither is, is Batgirl, really, but at least he's got a little bit of power, can, can strike a bit, has faced much better competition and been relatively competitive in most of those. So uh, I'll side with the, the favorite here, but not really looking to bet it. Um, Plus 160 for TKO is not particularly enticing to me. Yeah, I uh, I had the same kind of read. I was looking at the fight and not a big believer in Brady being able to take the fight down and hold him there. And then I was like, well, maybe I can take a stab on Mackerel knockout. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so I will take Mackerel, but this is, this is not going to be a bet for me. All right, women's flyweight. Priscilla Cachoeira. Catch a body, as I think some of you say, versus mm-hmm. Kareem Silva. Just Catch a beating. Catch a beating. That's better. Yeah. All right, Nushan. Yeah, I, I don't really care too much. I think if, if you're going to play, uh, play catch a beating, take her inside the distance, plus 300. Uh, there's only, I guess, one book that has TKO, and it's worse than the inside the distance. So uh, <laughs> I, I think if uh, you want to play her, you should probably play her that way. I know she has a couple decisions, but... Generally, she's kill or be killed. So uh, I would take her uh, by finish. And it's it's low-level women's MMA. Take the dogs. Yep. Bradley? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, you, uh, I'm looking through Kareem Silva's uh, record, and she's got a bunch of subs. So you're like, oh, maybe she'll, she'll sub-catch a beating because uh, she can't grapple at all. But... She's also been subbed a few times, so I don't think the grappling is all that good after all. So, yeah, we'll, we'll take the, uh, the little dog shot here. That's a pass for me. No comment. All right. By the way, then, Francis Marshall versus William Gomez. I actually looked at this one a little bit. You uh, I'm glad you did because I don't really – know who these people are so i'm an expert in this fight you don't know about francis the fire marshal oh is that's, it, that's if that's not enough to bet on him i don't know what is i'm betting on him because of that i mean that seems like uh, as good of reason as any to to bet on him so i guess i will pick him i won't bet it <laughs> brad um yeah he is decent uh, I, I don't think that uh, Takanori Gomi's French son is uh, particularly good. He's one of those guys that's been sort of matched regionally uh, and, and gotten a, a couple wins so far in his career. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll go with uh, 
the fire marshal and hopefully eventually we'll stop this Elliot Marshall erasure. I uh, I like Francis Marshall here. Good nickname. Joyzy kid. Tough. Trains with Kurt Pellegrino, it says. I mean... Batman. Like, we got Batman yeah. in the corner and Batgirl in the cage in this it's, card. Uh, it's, it's a big one. I mean... Wow. Gomez is French. He's a striker. And he's racing an American grappler. That's yeah. enough, right? Fire Marshal, grappler, French, jersey. That's enough for me. So I'm going to be uh, I'm be playing a lot, a lot of options here for parlays and things like that. So I, I actually like Marshall here to put him in a bit. I think it was like minus 200. So the line was I mean, he's a French guy. What's French winning percentage? Like eight? Eesh. Give or take. Maybe nine. How has he uh, – um, he's only lost early in his career. Um, he got choked out stop. too by a heel hook. That's embarrassing. He got choked out by a heel hook? Oh, Goddamn! Half, half out. Half <laughs> out by a Frenchman. Uh, that dude's. Uh, I, I've seen him fight a few times in Cage Warriors. The the Morgan Chavier. Uh, apparently, he's actually quite popular in France. He was in some like reality show or something, and uh, yeah. Well, that's good for him. <laughs> that was very good for him. All right, uh, let's move on now. Just a absolute couple more bangers on tap here. Uh, Mo Usman versus Junior Tafa. It's like the shitty brother awards, except at least Tafa, at least Usman's brother is good. This is this is rough. This is rough sledding right here. New Sean? Yeah, this is uh, Usman's obviously a fade. I don't know. Um, I just don't think this is going to do it because he's he's really got to knock him out very very quickly or it's over. Him inside the distance is like plus 140 when his straight line is, <laughs> what, minus 130? Uh, or no, it's, it's basically a pick him. Um, so, yeah, he's obviously going to die in there if, if he doesn't knock him out. He could knock him out, though, but I'll uh, I'll take shitty Usman. Yeah. Fred? I mean, this one has fatties written all over it. These dudes... Like the the one dude Tafa, he's gonna come out swanging, and Usman's gonna come out hugging to avoid the swanging, uh, and then they're both gonna get tired from the first hug, uh, and then it will just be continual hugs throughout the rest of the fight. So we're going fatties, we're going Usman decision plus five fifty. Is it one and a half or two and a half? One and a half. One and a half. We, we got a real fatties here. Plus money? No, uh, not yeah. that real. It's minus minus one twenty. Hmm. All right. Um, this fight fucking sucks. Yeah, this was a, it was a rough night. <laughs> rough night for for you or the customer. Yeah, the it was customer. a lady boy kind of night. Mm. <laughs> you know, one of those nights. It's in Thailand. Whatever. Um. Yeah, this fight. Just, there's a low level, and then there's there's this. Um. Mo Usman won tough as like a 47-year-old, which is always good to see to bring out the real prospects into the UFC. Uh, Tafa can either punch him once and put him out, or Usman can survive, take him down, stall a little bit, maybe get a late finish. So I'm just going to have to uh, pass on this one. All right, women's featherweight. Goddamn. Uh, Carol Rosa versus Norma Dumont. Wait, that's a division? Apparently. I can't think of the last time I've seen one. 
when was the last time you've seen a featherweight fight? I was going to say, you've probably seen lots of was... women that are bigger than featherweights down in Tennessee there. Lance. Well, you know, <laughs> Nashville hot chicken. There, there was one a, a little bit ago that, that that I can remember off off the top of my head. Um, I have no recollection whatsoever. Me neither. Um, you, you usually want to take the dog in low-level fights. Rosa is coming up in weight. Uh, so big, big Norm could could maybe muscle her around. I'll, I'll pick Dumont, even though it kind of goes against the dog. Brad, oh, this card. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is this bad. Is even dreadful. Bad. Next week's even fucking worse. There you go. That was that was the. Uh, I think that was the featherweight fight I was thinking of. Of course, I don't know even know who those people are. I know, right? What was the? Oh. Oh, okay, yeah, yep. sure. That, that fight if, happened. If you say so, Zach. Um, uh, I pass. Smart. <laughs> pass. Yeah. Um, don't. Don't care. Not. Not betting. It's, uh, let's move on. And now we get a minus six hundred. Just the card that keeps on giving. Phantomweight, Aniaya, who's got to be in his. What fifties? Like fifties now? God, man! All right, versus Montel Jackson. New Sean. Montel Jackson is—he's definitely uh, on the fraudish side. Um, I think if, if you if you want to have some fun, fucking honey, yeah, yeah, inside the distance or round one sub. Uh, him inside is like plus seven hundred. Um, I, I think that would be a uh, yeah him in round one plus twelve hundred. Those are those are some fun odds for a guy that pretty much has to sub the guy um, to win. He probably gets beat up and and gets finished late. Brad, what's uh? Yeah, yeah, round one sub plus eighteen hundred. I'm sure it'll open even higher at. Uh, some of the other spots once it gets out there. Um, let us not forget that Montel Jackson got taken down a billion times by Brett Johns. Yep. Uh, not too long ago. Lance, I think we uh, we cashed pretty good on that one. Uh, with I remember Johns. that. that was like a, he was a big dog. Yeah, he was like plus 250 or something in that yeah. spot. It was, it was kind of crazy. Um, if this gets out of the first round, as always, Yaya's screwed. Um Big time draw potential in all of his fights because uh, there's a very good chance that he'll get ten uh, aided in the third round or maybe win a ten eight in the first round. Uh, although he doesn't really throw enough strikes to, to do that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, well, uh, I've never seen I've never seen him punch somebody. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt people, you know. Nice Just guy. Gentle. Uh, Maybe we'll hop on uh, some round one sub, throw it in a round robin or something like that, uh, since it's going to lose. Uh, now that I know that, that Sean's going to be uh, looking in that direction, I, I might want to stay away. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, when you look at even, like, props in this one, outside of the the beyond props, like Yaya sub or first round, things like that, Yaya, guy gasses out more than anyone I can really think of. Like, I mean, he just fucking dies. He has not been finished since 2009. Wild. 
Yeah. Think think of think of some of that guy's second and third rounds. Like just butt scooting all over the place when Fucking he gets in zombie. Trouble. Like Fucking no zombie. idea where he was. The last his the last time he has been finished was two thousand nine. And it wild. was a one minute knockout by Benavides. Yep. That was it. Crazy. It was so long ago that Joseph Benavides was a bantamweight. He's only been finished three times in his career in 39 fights. He's tough. He's gritty. He's gritty tough. I mean, eventually it's going to Yeah, it might have caught up point. to him. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I mean, I understand people taking a shot at him here. Like, Montel Jackson is not a threat to finish anyway. He's not this, this big finisher. He's more of a decision guy. Like, I understand. Like, you could, you could get a decent-looking hedge if you – you could take – Yaya around you can take Yaya sub and Jackson decision. One uh, of those probably hidden. Yaya no scorecards is plus three fifty. I mean it's plus four thirty on the money line. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, but if if Jackson no, saying when finish he, him when he loses it's not a big difference. Your money back. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying I'm saying it's not a big difference considering yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he never gets he never gets finished, but I'm going to take Jackson here to survive a first round, get taken down. He's, you know, Jackson, he's a tough guy to finish. He's, he's long, he's hard to get subs on. So I think it's going to be, yeah, maybe get some takedowns early, but then just fading away and kind of getting crushed second and third round, but probably surviving. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. We move to the last fight in the prelims and top to bottom, this might be the worst set of prelims ever. And the, the last one is fucking Ricky Glenn. Christos Jagos. I mean, this card is just an absolute travesty. <laughs> Do Sean. Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, I I like Ricky Glenn here. Um, I thought he, you know, he he fought Grant Dawson last time, and you know he did get taken down, but he was able to to not get subbed, and he had a hell of a third round. I don't think Jagos is is as good of grappler as Dawson. Um, it is a bit concerning that, that Ricky Glenn ha- didn't fight in 2022 at all. Um, but I mean, since he's been back, he's looked pretty, pretty good. Um, so uh, I'm going to put him in a parlay. <laughs> I don't know about laying minus 175 on old Ricky Glenn. Come on, man. He looked, he looked, de- <laughs> he looked decent last time and he, the time before that, he looked really good. I don't know that, that he just looked like decent last good. time. He just looked really bad until Dawson died. That's a game win. That is, that's well, a, it's well, a game That was Dawson just had a fucking cardio heart attack, and Dawson's <laughs> looked good since. That was just a fight where Dawson just had a struggle. didn't have it in him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Yagos is uh, he's fought some decent guys his last couple times out and got smoked as we kind of expected, but he'll go out there and he'll put on a, a good first round, get some takedowns. If the cardio is decent, um, then maybe he can put on a good second round and, and steal a, a decision here. I don't think he's going to finish Ricky Glenn, but I think, Yagos is live at plus 150. Maybe it's just the fact that this card sucks so bad and I'm not going to have many bets that's uh, pushing me towards this. But I'm I'm kind of thinking Yagos, Yagos' decision might be uh, worth a, a little play. 
Yeah, I look at those fights because I, you know, I was fishing for some bets on this card. Not gonna lie, uh, this is a this thing. It's not a great card. A lot of immediate passes. Um, I think instead of paying, I, I don't want to weigh the juice on Ricky Glenn at minus one seventy five. Jagos does just does not seem worth it at plus one thirty. Glenn inside the distance is like plus two fifty. Um, Jagos has been finished most of his losses. He's not very tough. He makes tons of mistakes on the ground, and Glenn's not this amazing grappler, but he hasn't he isn't advantageous grappler when he can find some submissions. Plus, he's still got some decent power and can hurt some guys. So I think at plus two fifty with Jagos gas tank and just his his quick mentality. Like I think at plus two fifty, Glenn's Glenn inside might be worth a stab there. So that's what I was kind of looking at if I was going to play this fight. What are the uh, the Glenn sub round two and round three props? I don't bet things like that. I know because you hate fun. Mm-hmm. Glenn's sub is seven to one. <laughs> Glenn in Glenn round two is set plus seven fifty. Glenn, uh, where's Glenn's uh, Glenn Nine. sub round two is twenty to one. Okay, twenty five to one round three. <laughs> Interesting. So I think I might play that Glenn inside just because tough sledding out there, and my wife's out of town, so I will be watching the fights when the kids go to bed and just hanging out. So I gotta have some bets tonight. All right, welterweight division. Jeremiah Wells versus Matthew Semmelsberger. I've probably been too low on Semmelsberger. I lost money uh, last time out. Uh, I had money on Matthews there. I had money on AJ Fletcher uh, when he uh, when he fought him there. So I've obviously been betting against him, and it's not really been working out. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to do it again. Um, Jeremiah Wells' offense is, is very good. Um, I know with his body type, everybody thinks he's going to gas, and I kind of thought that as well in, in the Warley fight, and then he just absolutely wrecked Warley in the second. Um, he's actually been in, in three fights on the regional scene that, that went five rounds. Um, so I, I guess I should be less concerned about the cardio. I think his just offense is going to be uh, way too much for, for Semmelsberger. Semmelsberger is tough, but I, I don't know if he's fought in with any fought anybody as good of offense as Jeremiah Wells. Brad, I think we might see a similar Semmelsberger as we saw against um, oh, what's his face, Chaos, uh, where he gets in there with somebody that can like really crack, and he's like, oh. Maybe I don't want to do this so much. You know, I'll, I'll punch with the uh, the Jake Matthewses of the world. The Morono? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Alex Moronos. Uh, but I, I don't really want to exchange with these guys that are the next level up in terms of power. Um, and I think that's going to be a bit of a problem for him here. So I'll, uh, I'll hop on old, old Bullfrog um, to... Uh, Put the the fear of God into to Semmelsberger, uh, Old Testament style. You know, Semmelsberger, Old Testament. No. Uh, anyway, is that, is, that, is that the Bible? No, it's, that's that's a Jew joke, Lance. I don't do the old Bible. <laughs> Torah. No. 
<laughs> uh, anyway, Bullfrog. All right. Um, I like Wells here. This is just an athlete versus a white man. I mean, sometimes <laughs> this shit's just easy. Like, I, I you, you can cap this fight just by just looking at some pictures. You can just look at them. Like, if you were to, you know, say, all right, we got this guy right here. Dude's jacked. Just fucking shredded out of his mind. And then we click this other fellow over here. Mm-mm. Nope. Sometimes it's just that fucking easy. Thomas Burger's not that good. Um, the Jake Matthews win, maybe some people are rating that. I think Jake Matthews is one of the hardest dudes to understand I've ever seen. I just I can't guys. get a read on this guy. I don't know if he's good. I don't know if he's terrible. So I kind of removed that. He beat AJ Fletcher and Martin Santa. Who gives a shit? Lost to Chaos. Or, or lost to Caitlin, Caitlin Williams. Lost to Alex Morano. Like, there's, there's nothing there. Wild just comes out like a bat out of fucking hell. And I just don't think people are prepared for his style. And that Worley fight, like, that was probably he maintains it. Huh? He maintains it. He does. And, like, that Worley fight, I was so impressed. That was probably one of the most impressive debuts I've seen because Worley, Worley's a gamer. Worley's a fucking tough guy. And Wells came out there and was just beating the shit out of him. And, like, I remember the live line, like, didn't go crazy in Wells' favor because everyone just assumed – Wells was going to come out fucking dead in round two. He picked up right where he left off. I, I think – I wish Jeremiah Wells was 30, 31, yeah. just because if this guy was like 29, 30, we'd be talking about this guy being a, a big fucking thing in the division. He is violent. He's got finishing ability on the ground. He's got big power. He's never been finished himself. Like, I know he's 36, but he seems just like a really in shape tough motherfucker and i think a pick him here is you got to do it so this will be the consensus bet of the week so uh yeah jeremiah wells booyah brought to you by dr robot it's this berry lemon sour it's delicious sold at all grocery stores and gas stations around the united states i just went and grabbed a uh, a black <laughs> lager in honor of uh jeremiah wells and this matchup you know i had one of those uh High noons the other day. I never had one before. My brother left one here. Delicious. Have you had those? Do they make those in not. Canada? I drink high this. noon. High life. I can't do high That's life. Sean you know what I do? High like? life. So I don't drink a lot of regular, like domestic type beers. You know what I can get into? Banquet. Bud Light. Coors Banquet? <laughs> banquet. I'm a, I love Banquet. You like banquet? Uh, it's Why would you drink what highlight? I used to get on. Actually, this uh, this baseball team was uh, was sponsored by uh, a bar that had banquet on tap. So that's what we used to grab there. If you're in a grocery store and you're looking for a regular non-life domestic, and you got high life sitting there for the same price right next to her, you got banquet. What's banquet is not the same the- price up here. <laughs> Is it not banquet? No, cheap? like it's, uh, it's kind of like tough high to find. life. Yeah, it's 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 not that tough to find out in Alberta, but like it yeah. is it is solid like ten bucks more, probably a twelve. Ten bucks more? Yeah, banquet's ten. Bucks what more. do you mean more? How much is banquet? Uh, it's probably close to fifty for a two four. We we have very so. Again? Yeah, so in Canada, we actually uh, pay big taxes on things like uh, 
uh, tobacco and alcohol because we fund our own healthcare, so we have to pay for it some way. Uh, I know when we go to the states, and I can get a a, a two six for like ten bucks. Uh, that's America. Are you trying to say twelve? Uh, you just can't add the. No, I was talking like hard liquor, but because uh, that's what I bought recently. Uh, so a case of banquet is fifty dollars up here in Canada in in Canadian dollars. A 12-pack of Banquet, I don't even know if they sell cases of Banquet. I've never seen that. A 12-pack of Banquet's like 12 bucks. Yeah, that's America. That's America. We, so we, all play, like, we play easily like two and a half times what you pay for alcohol. So what do you pay for that thing of High Life? I paid for, well, they only come in 15 packs, but I pay like 20. 15? What the fuck's a 15-pack? We don't even have 15 packs. We just add on because <laughs> it comes in rows of, of three. You know, your 12-pack is three by four. So yes. they add another row of three on. You need three, five, so how three much did you pay for your 15? Like 20, 25, 26 bucks. A 12-pack of High Life is like 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Like I said, I, we, we we pay for our healthcare in other ways by by thing by doing things that are not great for your body, like uh, paying high taxes on alcohol and tobacco. What's about what's tobacco there? Like, is it like yeah, it's, New York it's outrageous? Like, uh, buddies of mine uh, or guys I know, uh, a chin uh, a tin of chew is like forty bucks here. A like, log, like five? Of no, them? like one. All right. Lance, I uh, I just pulled up uh, some <laughs> some dip? beer store prices. Hold on, one uh, can of dip is yes. forty dollars. It's like so thirty to forty dollars. Yes. Why would anyone do that? Um, how much? Turns are, like, out it's addicting. Supposedly. How much are? Yeah, forty dollars. You'd be fucking. I would die. I would be. I, <laughs> I'm not even rich enough. I know I me. Know. I know. Our, here it's like a can of dips four bucks. That's why when all my all like guy people come down from from Canada, they usually buy the max amount of tobacco and booze that they take can back. take back without paying uh, duty on. So I'll buy like a, I'll buy like a five pack, like they're logs. So like I know what a log is. Like yes. these, yes, like twenty one bucks for five. Right, you also can't so... get fl- flavored uh, like cigars up here either. Sorry, Brad. Beer store, which is the uh, the Ontario like regulated place to buy beer. You can't uh, buy beer anywhere. You can't. We can Alberta, buy it at grocery stores, but not a, now. Yeah, but. we don't. We don't have grocery stores, but we have liquor stores that are open until two a.m. Yeah. Um, so twenty four tall boys uh, of Miller High Life is fifty ninety five. Why do you guys uh, and, drink? And and then <laughs> if don't. you go over to. Uh, Coors, it's not called Coors Banquet up here What's anymore. It's Coors Original. Oh, it's original. Uh, Twenty-four tall boys of that is sixty-two ninety-five. There it is. What's sixty-two ninety-five? A twenty-four uh, pack of tall boys of of Coors, of Coors Banquet. Banquet. Why do you live there? <laughs> yeah. You guys, I mean, the healthcare situation here, not great. Like, <laughs> thousands. I have insurance, and this was still thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, you also uh, don't really have to worry about getting shot. That's the, uh, that's that's, the big that's bonus. That's nice. Um, that's the bonus. Yeah. I mean, it depends where you live. I live I mean, in the Burbs. Does it? Do we need to talk about that when you were 15 <laughs> minutes away of something that happened just recently? What Two things on the same day. <laughs> What happened? Oh, the school shooting. Yeah, that was like 15 minutes. That yeah. was actually in the rich part, too. 
Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but cheap beer. I know. I know. And it's enticing. Guns. Just I guns know. everywhere. I mean, it's great. There's just freedom. Freedom. There's guns on guns here. We just we get the sniff of freedom from across the border, and that's that's enough for us. That gets us to get high off. Just a taste. Supply. We just yeah. a little taste. That's all we need. I mean, the forty dollars for a can of dip that can't be right. That is it's make it's sense. thirty. It's for sure thirty for one can. Yes. I know I dip too much and I need to quit. And I did quit for two weeks during the surgery thing, preemptive. I dip a can and a half a day. That is so bad, Lance. <laughs> so that would be sixty dollars. You said it's forty or thirty? Thirty. Well, yeah, dip isn't bad for you. It's not bad. It is very bad for you. It's not like smokes. It's only mouth cancer and colon cancer. And no, they cancer. even took the cancer piece off of it because oh, it doesn't that's, that's freedom. That is freedom when you don't need to put that on there. Well, that's because long cut dip doesn't really cause cancer. I no one takes doesn't. cancer from long cut dip. Not at all. All right. Skull long cut. Here we Ew. go. Forty six ninety nine. Boom. <laughs> when I was in high school, a can of dip was two bucks. <laughs> Man, yeah, so some freedom. Some American websites popped up, and they were still like five ninety nine. <laughs> can you? Yeah, can you taste it though? The freedom. Can't we can taste smell it. it. We can't taste it. We can smell it. Tastes like bullets and child. We don't blood. want to drink that water. There's uh, it's been too deregulated. There's too yeah. much other stuff in it. <laughs> what else is expensive? Like eggs and chips. Uh, uh, groceries are actually more expensive in the states now than they are in yeah. Canada. Depends where you live, probably. Right. Probably. New York. California. California should be cheap because shit grows there. Yeah, but it should California. be. But then a bunch of everything. Taxes. Rich people live in Texas, <laughs> California as well. Well, where I live too, Tennessee does not have state tax either. That's that freedom. And that's why you're ranked in like the bottom five of everything. <laughs> In the country, oh, yeah. we ain't taxing yeah. nobody. We're not trying to improve the roads. We top five and guns. <laughs> we top five and guns, low grades, and school shootings. So say hell what of, you want. Hell of a thing. That's the trifecta right there. That's the holy it trifecta is. right there. I just love the fucking freedom. I know. It. Taste love it. it. Let's just skip this women's strawweight fight deal. Agreed. There's a women's strawweight fight. Apparently, on the, right in the main card, just right, bang, right there, right in the main card after Rick, yeah, and then we get right into a Bobby Green fight, just fucking tremendous. Joe Brogan. Uh, Bobby Green, Jared Gordon, fucking A, heroin, new Sean. Uh, yeah, that's, that's so good. Um, I like Bobby Green here. I, I know he can be frustrating. You can question his fight IQ. I tend to do it multiple times uh, a fight, but he's just better than Jared. Uh, Gordon, he's going to be able to stuff the takedowns for the most part, and then when it's on the feet, he's just so much better. Hopefully, he does does not do uh, does not does not uh, talk too much shit in there, and, and actually punches Gordon because he will be able to punch him. Uh, I'll be putting him in a parlay. Brad, you never ever trust Bobby Green as more than a minus 200. He's he's got the uh the Jake Matthews role. He's more than minus 200. You just you can't bet him. No, I I don't care. I don't care. He, he might do the stupidest shit ever and give two rounds away against a scarecrow. But 
He's really, if you look at the last like three, four years, he's only lost to like top level guys. Jake yeah. Matthews will beat a very good guy and then lose to a shitty guy. He makes no sense. Bobby Green does some dumb shit, yes. But Jake Matthews, I don't think anyone can tell you anything about Jake Matthews. Remember when, uh, when Bobby Who's Green was no idea. minus 300 <laughs> against Tiago Moises? Bob, yeah. Yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah, but Jared Gordon does heroin. Did heroin, sir. And Patty Never. whooped that. Patty whooped that ass too. That was a beating that Patty put on him. Uh, I don't know if you saw that fight. Yeah. Absolute down. All right. Are you betting? Are you betting, Jared Gordon? No, I just don't trust Bobby Green as this big a favorite. Well, that's racist. So I hope you're happy with yourselves. Typical yep. Jew. Um, <laughs> I like Bobby Green here. I am not a Bobby Green guy, as you guys as you guys know. I've been a Bobby Green hater for a long time. Jared Gordon sucks, and Bobby Green has good takedown defense. Bobby Green is hard to take down. He's a decent grappler, good wrestling defense. And I think on the feet, like Jared Gordon, I don't think can hang with Bobby Green on the feet, even if he's showboating, doing the bullshit Bobby Green stuff. I I think this is a 15 minutes on the the feet kind of fight, and I'm finally in that price with, with Bobby Green in a boxing match with fucking Jared Gordon. And weirdly enough, I like him. Putting him the old fire marshal together. I think that's a good combo here. So that's a that's the bet. Go Bobby Green. Big fan. All right. <laughs> Midway division, Brad Tavares, Bruno Silva. Nisha. This to me is just a stay away fight. Uh, Bruno Silva looked absolutely horrible last time out. I don't know if that was just a one-off um, or if that's a thing. He just looked got old overnight. Um I think we'll find out a bit of that uh, this weekend, but um, it's also hard to trust Brad Tavares. Um, hasn't been very active, and he hasn't looked good in a while. But I'll I'll take him uh, in in Tout Master. Um, I just Bruno Silva looked that bad to me last time out. Hope, maybe he proves me proves it's a, that was a one off and something happened. Brad? I think the thing that happened is Alex Pereira beat the soul out of him. Because awesome. um, he, he took a lot of damage in that fight, and then he made the meerkat look like Alex Pereira in his next fight. That was... Uh... <laughs> what was that? Maybe he's, out, he's Alex Pereira with jiu-jitsu. Mm. Some people are saying that. Some people are saying that. What does that make Joe Pfeiffer? God, <laughs> Joe Piper's just next level. Meerkat's one of those uh, guys who's gonna bet Meerkat sub till I die, and I'm just gonna keep losing. <laughs> you know what? You'll lose like three in a row, and then he'll hit one as a plus six hundred, and you'll still be up ten the, years from now. The 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 mock. I, I mean, I'm way up on Meerkat sub. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if it's gonna happen anymore. Seems to be getting to that point, but. I don't remember what the line was, but the, the cast we had on Meerkat over that fucking Muradov or whatever his fucking yeah, name Mur- that was. Yeah. Mahmoud Muradov. Yep. And Mahmoud that guy ended up sucking ass, too. Like, he's not even good. Like, that was the beauty of that. I forget what the fucking the line was. Like, it was something, like, real dumb. The, I think the inside in that one was, like, 700 or something. I, I had bet the sub. 
I, I, I still prefer hitting the sub against Bruno Silva last time where he knocked him out and then subbed him anyway. <laughs> I because I bet one. the sub in that one instead of inside. So it was, uh, but plus, anyway, plus 1000 meerkat sub over Miradon. I mean, I mean that, that, that was up there with one of my favorites. Nothing will top bear juice subbing that fucking Russian loser with one second left, but you know, uh, in, in this one, I just don't think that uh, Bruno Silva is going to throw enough uh, against Brad Tavares, which is a weird thing to say because Tavares isn't some guy that goes out there and tosses out a whole bunch of volume. Uh, I just think he is going to do more than Bruno Silva in this fight. Silva's not going to be able to take him down, not that he's going to try to take him down. Uh, Tavares might mix in one or two, and I think we uh, have the old Brad Tavares decision in this one. I like Silva, man. Tavares is getting old. He's not a guy that's going to scare you with power. He's not a guy that's going to get in your face. And I, It could have just been a hangover. You call it soul-stealing. Maybe it's just a hangover from facing Alex Pajara in that kind of war. Silva's not like – he's not crazy old. Or anything like that. And like Meerkat, he's not good and his striking is not great, but like he's not like a complete nutter bum and Silva's not too old. I think he just got in a war and had a had a little bit of a hangover. I think getting plus money over a guy like Brad Tavares and this fight's probably gonna be on the feet, and I think just Tavares is gonna be in danger with someone like Silva. So I think at plus money, I think the line dictates people thinking this guy's fucking done. Um, because if you take that meerkat fight off, if this fight happened right after the Bahara fight, he's probably like minus 250. So I, I do think that was more of an aberration of what he is. So I think I think I'm gonna take a take a stabby here on old Bruno Silva. All right, moving on. Heavyweight division, main event, good main event, great main event, really. Uh, this is a co-main interview type, real real good main event. Sergey Pavlovich, Curtis Blade. Is Curtis Blade going to get to another big fight and get knocked the fuck out again? We'll see. New show? It's possible. It's heavyweights. And he's fighting a guy that is very scary, uh, especially early. So uh, it's, like I said, always a possibility. I've made a bunch of money on, on Pavlovich in his last bunch of fights. Um this is a case where if, if you're taking him round one TKO or round one uh, at a pretty decent number, I, I don't fault you because that is his path. And as we've seen, Curtis Blades is hittable at times and it's heavyweights. But I'll, uh, I'm betting, I'm betting Blades. I'll be putting him in a parlay. Nothing big because I've learned my lesson about betting most heavyweight fights. Um, it, it can go. Very sad, very quickly. Um, so I like him. I think he uses his a little bit improved striking, uh, so he doesn't panic in there and gets Pavlovich down and, and smashes him on the ground. I think Pavlovich's ground game is still very questionable. Um, it's just he's got to survive those first couple of minutes because those are going to be scary. The problem with that is that he's been using that improved striking a little bit too much to, to be comfortable in this fight. Um, even in the, the Rosenstruck fight, uh, he basically struck for like the first three or four minutes of every round before even thinking about shooting a takedown. 
Um, he, he was doing all right against Derek Lewis in that fight uh, and actually got knocked out when he did go for a takedown and hasn't shot one since. Um, so unless he comes out and shoots a takedown immediately against Pavlovich, he's going to have to exchange with this dude. And I don't think Blades has a bad chin. I, he's only been knocked out by Nganu. One of them was a, a cut stoppage and, and then Blades, or um, Derek Lewis, Black Beast. He got he got beasted. Uh, he got blacked, if you will. Um, Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um but he's is he gonna get whited in this one are, are we allowed to say that no I don't probably so. not no mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't sound good anyway um uh, but he's gonna go through some exchanges early in this fight and when pavlovich has touched anybody else uh it's it's been trouble so i know that the initial fight in the, the UFC uh, obviously got taken down and, and ground and pounded by Overeem. So you could certainly see that as a path for Blades if he actually decides to come out and, and wrestle in this one. I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I just, he's, the Russian is going to come out. He is going to throw a shitload of punches early. He doesn't seem to care who he's across the cage from. He's just going to get in their face and make it a firefight. And I don't think that Blade survives that. So got some Pavlovich. I've got some Pavlovich. Round one TKO plus 390. That's kind of a, a silly number to me in this spot because that's what he does. And he's got a very good chance to do it here. So we're, we're going with the, uh, the non-boring Russian in this one. Yeah, I, uh, I like the Russian here. I uh, I think he's just he seems to be locked in. Like he seems like he just murdering dudes. And I think Blades finds a way to get knocked out when he gets close. Like this is a big fucking fight for Curtis Blades. Like he's worked through it. He's like it's like the same thing we've seen a couple times. He gets beat. He works through it. He moves up, moves up. Then he gets to this. He gets this peak right before he gets that truly big fight, the title fight. Finds a way to lose, and Pavlovich is the kind of guy that's just going to give Blades fits. A guy, the guys he lost to are guys that just absolutely kill you with one punch. Because Blades is, he's not going to get him out of there early, I don't think. And if he tries to get him out of there early, I think that's even worse. Um, and I think just Pavlovich just seems like on a, on a crash course for a title fight. And I think, I think this gets it. I think this gets it for him. And who knows what's going on with the Stipe situation? Stipe, who hasn't fought in like twelve years. Seems like he just won't. I don't know why. It was like, why are we all waiting on Stipe? Like, who gives a fuck about Stipe? He's the he's the F side of this thing. And I think the winner of this fight could definitely get a title shot. And I think knowing that Blade seems like he's gonna choke and he's gonna get knocked out and he's gonna get slept. And Pavich has got to do that. So that'll be the Munich of the week. And Munich is uh, 479 two. So it's not looking good for old Curtis Blades here. So good. Wes doesn't join the show. Hour and nine minutes. <laughs> Partially your fault, Brad. I run a tight ship. No, you don't. I run a no, tight you don't. Ship. No, you don't. No, you we don't. just had nothing to talk about on this. Yeah, this, that's good. There that's how bad this car is. I would do what you guys did last week with two people. Ever. <laughs> that's impossible. I would lose patience. I'm tired. That's just not going to happen. 
we had great conversations. We really drew the people in. You know? I uh, hate sending them away empty handed. I don't like podcasts. I yeah, we know. We know. We we know. Uh, next is it next week that that is a the banger fight uh, headline by Song Yidong and Ricky Simone. Yeah, I Song believe Yidong it is Ricky Simone. What a what a banger! Main event banger. Car- is there... Carl Burrow versus Michael Olacandy. Pierre Brundage. Emily Ducati, Viana on the main card. Josh Quinlan and Lusa on the main card. And they got our boy Julian Arosa. Why is he on the prelims? Very on the prelims. Just actually... fighting. Is Jake Collier not on the main card of that one? Mm, it was, it's not, uh, it was Moose. Fighting. Oh, no. I guess I don't know where they're fighting. It's not no, no, he's on there. He's on the prelims. Jake Collier, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at. Oh, there he is, Martin Boudet. Oh, there it is. Yeah, they're, they're the prelim main event, Martin. of course. Martin Boudet. I, I hate I'm going to miss Sterling Cejudo, but also Jessica Andrade versus Jan blah 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 as the co-main of pay-per-view is absolutely disgusting, considering Andrade just got brutalized. I mean, that's to be fair, they, that is a, I they had a very good coming. But that that pay per view is f minus. Have you seen the part, the full card of the pay per view? It's it's not good. It's um, that's what that's crazy. what happens when you you lose two fights on the uh, the main card. I mean, Dober Matt Frivola, third from the top. <laughs> Evelyn Mitchell, decent. Cron Gracie, Charles Jordan. Cron Gracie still alive. He's in the paper. You got to pay fucking eighty bucks to watch that dude. <laughs> dude this uh, card. This is this. If you're gonna miss a pay per view for your brother's wedding, this is it. That might be the one. That's not even one you want to put on at the reception. I think the free card on ABC might be better. Should be. Except that, that. I mean, the main event one. is. The main event's iffy, but take the main events out. Top to bottom, way better card. Yeah, Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman. Man. Oh, Chase Sherman still main, fight. Main card. Didn't he just lose? <laughs> he, like, oh no, that fight that fight got, got canceled. canceled. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, he was going to lose. He was going yes. to lose. Correct. Anyway, we appreciate everyone's time this week. We'll be back next week to talk about that awesome fucking card. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Good luck this weekend.